It's been recording. Say, uh, hide the vape. Okay. Is my voice level right? Yeah, you're good. Okay, sounds good. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Live and Learn podcast. I'm Cooper. I'm Arpon. And today our very special guest is Sergey Gerchuk. So, Dr. Sergey Gerchuk. <laughs> if you live for the good moments and learn from the bad, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Live and Learn podcast. Why All are right, you sounding so ethereal, bro? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I guess I should mention uh, our usual host, David G, will not be here today as he's feeling a little under the weather and did not want to expose himself to us. So we thank him for that and he will be dearly missed. So, Sergey, why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself, you know, kind of where you've come from and where you've been and where you are now. Just... All right. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm Sergey. I was uh, born in Moldova. It's a small country in uh, Europe. Came here in 2000, 2004. I was six years old. And um, yeah, just grew up here. I actually know Will or Cooper from... Um, uh, I, I moved to Bloomington and that's where we became friends until, yeah. you know, I moved a little bit later. But... Um, yeah, uh, just graduated with my um, degree in human biology and uh, preparing Congratulations. myself to... Thank you. Congratulations. And uh, right now I'm studying for the MCAT, preparing myself to uh, try to get into med oh school. Boy. Yeah. I heard that's a tough one. It's a tough I one. I have some yeah. other friends in medical school and they... Do they're nonstop studying? It's yeah, crazy. I, th- that's basically what the grind is yeah. right now. It's interesting time. to see how hard they party too. I know you're not a huge <laughs> partier, but sometimes it's like these medical students. They like work so hard and they party even harder. So. Yeah, I mean they go hand in hand. You know. Mm-hmm. I still. Uh, I mean, I'm not in medical school, so I wouldn't know. But uh, well, I can imagine. even just some some people, I guess not medical school, but some friends of mine who are, you know, studying for the MCAT oh, yeah. and going through those courses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I chose a different route, I guess. I didn't I didn't end up going to like a four year um, university like you guys did. And yep. I didn't really have the college experience, but you I kind of went the community college. Route, yeah. Right? Community college route. Uh, I didn't really care for for that all that much you know you know there is something to the whole college experience but then there's also i think there's a benefit to doing kind of the more low-key community college aspect because you're saving a lot of money you'll probably still make you know the same amount of connections because where'd you go hennepin tech uh north hennepin community college and then i uh transferred to northwestern health science university in uh, bloomington but yeah no and i'm not i'm not putting down the um that experience of like, I'm not saying that it's bad or anything, but I just didn't think it was for me. I didn't feel like I really needed it. Like some, some people come from, uh, you know, bad households and they need to get away. It's totally understandable if, you know, they want to go to a four year and just get away and, uh, yeah. Being like, uh, I don't know, safe place, with friends and just focus on studies and whatnot. Reinvent themselves a little bit. For sure. Yeah, just like you did with your name. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so you've you came from Moldova when you were six, <clears throat> and now you're working towards something better, something where you can in in your capacity that you eventually want to be, whether that be you you're shooting for a doctor, correct? Yeah, I want to be a physician. Correct? Physician. So wherever you end up, you want to be in a position where you can, you know, uplift other people or help other people. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I definitely want to help people. Yeah. I, I enjoy, um, I definitely enjoy seeing the change um, I could potentially make yep. as a physician in other people's lives. And I mean, just doing like little stuff right now. Um, and that's what I, what I was going to ask. Yeah. Has there been like moments or points in your pathway so far that make it worth it, that make you want to continue down that? Yeah, I've been uh, recently volunteering um, for a company or it's like a program, Alina Eye Clinic. Okay. And um, it's called the Eye Program E-I-E, capitalized. And basically what we do is, well, I'm just a volunteer, but what they do and I come help out is we go to different schools in the Minneapolis, St. Paul area, elementary schools, and um, we screen children uh, to see if they have any um, problems with uh, their vision. And we refer them to... uh, an eye doctor. Basically. What kind of issues would do you usually see? Well, I mean, uh, you know, if a child has a lazy eye, that could okay. potentially. Uh, and I, I just want to preface this by saying that I'm obviously no eye doctor. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. But just doing from light, light uh, Google searches, um, it seems like if a child has a lazy eye, that could potentially have worse. Um, long-term consequences. Okay. Um, there are different things where, um, you, you know, like if a child has blurry vision or if they're farsighted or nearsighted, yeah. we have a special device that actually uses infrared technology or an infrared camera to uh, scan their eyes and see if they need to be referred or not. Okay. So they're kind of, the children are just what lined up in the gymnasium and then they go in and look at the little device and then you just record all the data. You kind of facilitate. Yeah, sure. So process. Um, we basically have a, like the first kind of round of something called the WIPLO. Uh, it's the acronym. It stands for like whites, iris, uh, and then I forgot, <laughs> but because I, I haven't really, I've only done that like the first time today. I'm usually taking the picture, yeah. um, but they go through that. They see like, oh, is one eyelid lower than the other? Is Are the whites of the eyes like a normal color? Um, is the iris like, okay, are the pupils fine? Um, are, are the eyelashes normal or I don't want to say normal, but are they stand you know out or are they poking the eyeball you know what i mean um so that's the initial thing um initial assessment and then they get taken to where i i was with another um with another person where we get get their names and we take a picture of them and then we see like what the machine says and usually says either pass or refer okay and so 
So you just kind of make that decision or disclose to the, like that those children or their parents that that's yeah that the device said like we're referring you and you should probably go see a doctor and then we're partnered up, or I don't want, I keep on saying we but that company that I'm volunteering for is partnered up with two other companies that like they they provide uh, different glasses and uh, one provides frames and one provides actual glass. Okay. And so um, for more, uh, you know, people who can't afford them, low income. So uh, with that, I'll kind of use this to segue into our main talking point on this episode, which is giving back, you know, what does giving back mean? What does it look like? What are the benefits from giving back and potential drawbacks? So um, I guess I'll start with a simple quote. Uh, the more you give, the more you receive. And this is from Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and several other personal finance books. But what, uh, I suppose, Arpan too, do you think there's truth to this uh, statement or potentially some falsehoods as well? Um, do you have to give first before you can receive? So I guess we could start with your position that you are doing, your volunteer position. You're giving your time up and in return, you know, in the future or maybe just in those moments, you feel like you're receiving something back. Sure. Well, I was going to let Arpan go first, but I guess I could go. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Well, I'd be I'd be lying to say if I was just um, doing the volunteering just to do the volunteering like I actually, well, while I, I did find something that I really, really enjoy, um, and I want to keep on doing this, uh, position for as long as I can. Um, originally I was, um, also looking, um, so for the, uh, application process, I, I believe it's called M- MCAS. We have 15 different experiences that we need to put in or extracurriculars that we need to put in. And, um, so this is fulfilling your volunteer work is fulfilling one of those requirements. This would be fulfilling one of those requirements. Um, so I I do want to disclose that it's not like, um, you're doing it for like just out of the goodness. Yeah. It's not like I'm doing just, while I do really enjoy this work and I, I, you know, I try to take, um, more shifts than, um, you know, usually people take one shift. I try to stay there for more than a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I do really enjoy the work, but yeah, I mean, um, I think you always should be trying to give more to others. Um, I feel like when people have the mentality, it's like to expect yeah. things. That's when maybe, um, you know, that's when resentment comes into play and that's when, um, you just get like, maybe you expect things from people. So you get upset. Yeah. It's better to have that relationship where you're like, I'll, I'll give all I can give, or I'll, I'll give what I can give and expect maybe even nothing in return. You know what I mean? I feel like if, if or just, you know, expect very little and then whatever is going to come in return is going to feel like a lot. Yeah. It's not like you're expecting anything big for sure in return. But, um, but yeah, in terms of the volunteering, I, I, 
now I realize how much I actually enjoy it and how much I want to do more of it yeah. now. So I think there was a different um, cha change, you yeah. know, uh, for me or realization for me, I guess. So you can enjoy it while also fulfilling that requirement yeah. that you need in the future. Yeah, for sure. And to kind of uh, forward your career goals. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I, I think it, it would be cool. Like, I, I wish I did more stuff like this beforehand too, but the only volunteering stuff I really did before was, um, you know, feed my starving children or yeah. like, uh, helping with streaming at church every week, yeah. stuff like that. But, um, it wasn't necessarily like, while that is, I, I would say, community-based this is a, like a different type of volunteering mm -hmm. that i've never done before yeah. but Ar Ar arpan how about you uh yeah going back to the question i do think there is some i truth. think we should uh re restate that oh so the quote was uh the more you give the more you receive basically yeah. get you have to give first before yeah, yeah. you can expect to receive anything yeah and no. the more you give the more you will receive back mm -hmm. and you followed that by saying do you think there is much truth in that is it what is yeah what is the truth in that yeah, and it can and can it be false too i i think it's a truth like it's a human truth yeah like all of what we have kind of accomplished has been like um like foundationally rooted in the fact that like we give and yeah. we like um, help as much as we can because um, I think once we got to a point where like we could this is like going really deep into it but like I think once humans got to a point where we could specialize in things I think everybody like has their thing that they want to do. Yeah. And when you get to a place that you like really want to do the thing, you don't really care about like making money or like taking over. You, you just want to do it and you want to teach yeah. other people. To you want to, to contribute it. in yeah. that capacity and whatever your like skill mm -hmm. trade or. And I, and I know. think teaching is a very big part of it too. Cause like at the end of the day, I think most of us at some point come to the realization that we're extremely mortal and I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And the, like, I think there is a lot of peace to be had when you give back and teach like mm -hmm. the new generation or anybody, honestly, just the skills that you like manifested and like, you know, yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, what's a better word for that? Manifestation. I, I, I thought that was a yeah. good description. Yeah, manifested uh, along the years of like your mastery of the yeah. craft. So what about the argument that we as humans only really help other people in the end to help ourselves? Like, I don't think that's like a bad thing. Yeah. Does that need to be a bad thing? Not, I suppose not necessarily, but we're but not yeah, like intrinsically. You can, you, can, you can go the whole like, oh, you know, seven deadly sins. You're you're selfish, or like you know, you're uh, driven by greed. But I think 
condensing it down to just one is very detrimental. Yeah. Because, yeah, you might have done something because of greed, but that doesn't, like, discount everything else that you've Mm -hmm. done. And even, like, when you say stuff like that, like, greed isn't something that, like, one, like... Greed isn't something that people don't feel. Everybody feels it. Yeah. So you shouldn't feel guilty just by, even if you're helping someone out, you shouldn't feel guilty knowing that by helping that person, you might get benefit in return. Because like, I think a lot of people discredit the fact that people give back to your, to their community just by saying, oh, he's just giving back or like she's just giving back to feel better about themselves. Yeah. Like, yes, there is truth in that. Or the big corporation is just giving back to the charity to help their image. And taxes. (laughs) And taxes. (laughs) And like there is, yeah, like, yeah, you're going to feel better. Even if you did it, you would feel better. Like that isn't a bad thing. You're not, it's, it's not the fact that like you're not allowed to feel good yeah like you should feel good and give back at the same time i like it we could think of this i don't know if you've had a question about um because we're right now talking about the broader mm-hmm. yeah. aspect like community-based stuff i don't know if you were uh gonna talk about like relationship like close relationships. Oh yeah. We're going to talk, we're kind of that. That's a good segue into the next part. Um, in what ways do we give in our lives and what do we gain? So you were kind of mentioning in relationships. So like a relationship, like an intimate relationship, you're giving your time, your affection, and quite possibly, uh, a large sum of your financial, (laughs) uh, outfit, to kind of gain a relationship and an understanding between another person, mm-hmm. whoever your partner may, may be. Well, it also doesn't necessarily have to be a partner. It could yeah. be, you know, your, your family members. Yeah. It could be a friend. Friends, and it can be family. It can be apprentices. Yeah. It can be teachers. And, and we were talking about earlier how, um, you know, like with my, uh, with my wife, my wife, Taylor, um, it's like, we, it's, it's hard sometimes, obviously, you know, I think everybody's constantly working on their relationship, whether it be with their partner or, you know, a family member, but back to the trying to give a hundred percent and not expecting anything or like give a hundred, but expect 10. I feel like mm. that leads into a better relationship, but that that's, that's so, um, both people have to do the same thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. and I feel like, um, you know, we, we give, uh, you try to give selflessly. Try, yeah. We try to give selflessly. And I'm not talking about we, we, when I say we, I'm saying like everyone yeah. should for, for like a ha- happier, life i uh, should try to give selflessly so i can't talk today whether that be, <laughs> yeah selflessly whether that be like your closest friend or yeah. a stranger that you met on the street yeah like, and and i don't think it's necessarily greedy i mean um for me like I, we were talking about the college thing earlier i i've never found it all that fun to you know 
go out to bars or yeah. party or everyone has their thing. Everyone has their thing. And like, I'm personally happy that I found uh Taylor cause we, we both like, like to do the same thing. We both mm-hmm. kind of like to either stay, stay home or spend time together. And it's like other people are a lot more social, but like my uh, social meter runs out yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. And um, like we, we both, at the end of the day, like we might be, um, I don't think it's greedy to, you know, g- give, like, you know, you said that, yeah, we give all these things, but is, is that greedy that we do this for something in return? Yeah. I mean, I don't think so. Like, um, it depends if you look at it that way, I, it could potentially be greedy. You might have, you know, that might just be how you think and yeah. you're just and always feeling some sense of like guilt. Yeah. But I think that that really goes into like, um, narrowing down what you're looking for. Right. Cause like if you narrow it down to like the scenario be you're giving Sergey, um, $500 for something. Right. And like, you know, you can narrow it down to, Hey, he did it because he wanted to feel better. Yeah. But it's kind of like can also <laughs> narrow it down to, Hey, he gave this cause he wanted to help his friend. Yeah. It's like, and I bought this pizza yeah. for Sergey and I beforehand and he was trying to pay me half for it. Yeah. And I was just like, it's fine. No, you're just trying to show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I was just trying, trying to, to flex <laughs> $10 pizza, but no, because I was kind of, you know, you could say selflessly, taking the financial burden off you, how little, how big or little that might be, but just with like the knowledge that, Hey, you're my friend and you'll help me out in some other way. So it's kind of like, yeah, we got each other's backs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But to resolve my point, I think you can look at it as two very narrow arguments or as a whole that, you know, yes, he got something from it, but he also gave and, you know, that's the entirety of it. There is no good in the fact that he gave. There is no bad in the fact that he felt good about it. Yeah. You know. I do have to say, I feel like um, not everybody might have this type of mindset. That's fine. We're open to all mindsets here. Exactly. And so, I mean, I feel like it takes a lot of time to get to a point like that. You know what I mean? And that's not a bad thing. You know, as long as uh, you're trying to better yourself and try to look at things in a better light and trying to have a, like, I used to get really upset at people. um, Like if someone cut me off while driving, but I'm like, you know what? probably like having a bad day it's probably an accident yeah like i don't know there's so a it's a chain died. reaction <laughs> yeah. of negative like yeah. thinking and behavior sure. and then you by you deciding to not like retaliate or yeah. anything you've stopped that chain reaction right there exactly so yeah i don't know <clears throat> so we were kind of touching a little bit on this but what should our expectations look like before giving and then kind of after giving should we expect something in return and should we be disappointed if we're not getting what we're looking for if anything if we're looking for anything Arpan, you want to go first uh i think like 
excitement and disappointment. I think those are things that you lead up to if you already presume something. So I think like, yeah, like if you're expecting so much yeah, after giving so much and then, you know, you're, you might not ever reach what whatever you get in return might not yeah. ever reach those expectations and you're just setting yourself up for disappointment. Uh, like me personally, I don't really think of it in that manner because it, it, it just goes how the dice rolls, you know, like, yeah, you did this good thing. Like you don't, you don't look for the best and all the good things that you do best for yourself. Like you just do it and one day the lottery hits and like, you know. So you're thinking some, more, you're talking more like karma. If you're yeah. doing good things, good will come back yeah. to you just like, based on the universe yeah. happen. And I think like a, a lot of people, I kind of want to like uh, draw the fact that like a lot of artists and like, you know, uh, people of that mindset always like when they're in interviews and stuff like that they always say hey it was just like you know i got i got lucky yeah and that's so true and i think uh like giving goes in the same regard where like you know you just give as like as much as you can and one day you might get lucky and the fact that like you know someone that you gave came back to you and was like yo thank you or even just like, you know, wrote you a thank you card like that. That's awesome. And so like sometimes we always, you yeah. get like a massive business opportunity <laughs> and, you know, there's everything in between. I hope so. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought you were going to say something. No, go ahead. But um, yeah, just to kind of uh, go off of that, um, I, I, I hope this doesn't sound bad, but. I always just, you know, if there was a exam and I, I didn't study for it all that well, I just already expected a, a fail, like a F. Yeah. Just because, like, if I'm already expecting a bad grade, it, I'm not going to be that surprised when yeah. I get it. And, and then if you do good, then and it's, it's like, a pleasant oh, surprise. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... Um, that might not be like the best way to look at it because it, and I guess I'm talking about something that, um, well, you always talk about being realistic. With yeah. Yourself. Yeah. So yeah. That yeah. Sound, so, kind of sounds like an extension of that. Mindset. Sure. Yeah. That could be like, a like a little bit negative extension of the mindset, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe we should think about specific examples of, um, you know, giving, a hundred percent, but not like expecting all that much. Cause we can say that all we want, but like, you know, again, um, it sounds really stupid, but like, uh, like the dishes and stuff, you know, Taylor gets sometimes, uh, like oh I, I God, say, I, I say dishes, one, dude, I, I say swear one I'm thing. doing them every day. Like <laughs> <laughs> I say one thing. Cause like, yeah, we, we should be doing this. Um, like we should be giving a hundred percent, but you know, I'm a hypocrite sometimes it's like, and, and that's totally fine. Like as long as you strive to do it. Um, but yeah, I bet Taylor would love if I put my dishes in the dishwasher right away 
and sometimes I don't do it and you know she she gets upset so uh there are some times where you know we, like people aren't the best mm-hmm. but that's just life that's what we are you know um I don't know how how well that goes off your point but yeah I feel um I feel like we do have to be realistic with ourselves because you know back to the you mm-hmm. know we were talking about rappers and stuff it's like it kind of is a lottery like there's so many you know soundcloud rappers and then yeah. boom there's one and then all of a sudden like super famous and has a million followers on Instagram. And like, but for that, them it can't just be it can't just be luck yeah well yeah it has to I be mean, grinding it's 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 a lot of factors right but the 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 biggest thing when it comes to people saying that it's luck is I think these people are always going out and finding like you know new people to talk to and like you're going way out of their way yeah so like they're doing a hundred percent all the time and expecting like almost nothing in return and then all of a sudden like boom they get that one thing is that what you're trying to say I I don't think people. I, I guess I don't think of it in that manner, but I don't think most people, I don't want to generalize it, but I want to think that most people don't think in that manner. Mm. I want to say most people just like, they don't think of it as grinding. It's just what you do on a daily basis. Like you, if you see someone, you say hi, like that's just courteous to do. That's just nice to do. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about like rappers specifically yeah yeah, no but like you know going going back to the hitting the lottery like sometimes just because you said hi to this random dude on the elevator he turns out to be like you know the producer of of this like really cool uh, beat or something and that's how you get connected that's how your next step happens you know i was gonna say though how um when we talk about giving a hundred percent. Does that necessarily have to be, I, I feel like I, you know, I feel like I say hi all the time to mm. everyone. I try to talk to everyone, yeah. but, but, um, when we talk to giving, like what, what do we necessarily mean by that? Giving what well, we talked about, giving your time away. Um, you know, something just as simple as giving a presence, um, giving like assurances in people's life. Like, you're married, you've made an assurance with your wife that you'll be together sickness and health until death. So that's like a gift of an assurance and then money too. just giving like a scholarship or an award Mm -hmm. or something. Sure. Okay. Of that manner. Sorry. I just want to clarify. Yeah. Large, large aspect like giving. Yeah. yeah. That's just all the different ways we can give. And then, How can, like, how does that help us and what do we expect in return? And like, personally, I do think like giving someone like a greeting is one of the most like, uh, it's like the smallest thing you can do. It's the smallest thing that you can give, but at the same time, I think it's so much more meaningful. Yeah. Cause like you didn't have to wake up and like, you know, on your way to work, say hi to this random mm-hmm. person, but mm-hmm. you did, you know, and you could have made their whole day. Yeah. yeah. Especially like, you know, sometimes, uh, at school and yeah. they're the kids that maybe just don't talk to anyone as much. And yeah, 
you're trying to talk to them or whatnot. Or like a Not cashier that. or something. I always say yeah. thank you to cashiers yeah, yeah, and like yeah, make yeah. a point to like look at them and smile and say mm. thank you. Yeah. Because most people are just, you know, any like retail job or anything, it's just in and out. Just people want their service horrible. and they're gone. And like, <laughs> yeah. you got to treat them like a human. Oh, busting oh. out some more. Uh, just to let everybody know, uh, today's podcast has been sponsored by uh, the BBC. Is is that what you're going with? Benson Brewing Co. Yep. Right now, we are sipping on some orange kombucha. I have, Lack of a better name. What is this one? This uh, Arpon has the berry rosemary. A little better name. Yeah. We're still we're, marketing department's a little slow right now. So, but it's really good. This episode is brought you to you well. by. Cooper's Kombucha from Benson Brewing Co. Yeah. All right. Do we do we want to explain the name situation or no? BBC? No, no, no. Benson Brewing Cooper, Co. Well, I think we've touched. I think we've yeah, said something about, about it. it. Okay. We've kind of touched Just upon that. I introduce myself as Cooper, and my other name might be might get slipped out every yeah. once here and there. <laughs> But the viewers know me as Cooper, because that's yeah. how, that's who I... It's just so weird to say, <laughs> you know, knowing you for a no. while. No, but. Okay, so we're talking about giving and what we get back. Um, let's go a little bit more into what we're getting back from giving. We talked about luck, just having something lucky happen to us, like run into uh, run into someone in the elevator who's going to give you that big opportunity for the job. But how about like giving, giving back and or giving and kind of expecting something and wanting like growth from that, like giving someone money to invest something or maybe giving a gift to someone and they're giving you a gift back. So I actually have a story I just remembered about the, um, you know, being super nice and trying to give your all. And uh, I guess that's a form of giving and um, not expecting anything in return. And so my cousin, he, or I guess uh, my cousin's husband, he, um, he worked at Apple and uh you know, he, he was looking for a new position, but he wasn't looking for it too hard. But all of a sudden, he helped uh, a higher up, uh, not the CEO, but, you know, or in, in that uh, regional manager or something, some some kind of role at a, at an airline. Okay. I don't really want to name it. But um, and she was just like, she's like, you want a job? Because he, he he was just telling her about how, uh, you know, he was being super nice, mm-hmm. outgoing, and uh, uh, just talking to her about life. And then all of a sudden, she's like, well, you know, we're actually looking for someone to do this. And he's like, oh, wow, I didn't even know you were, <laughs> you know, the CFO or of the airline or whatever. Um, and so now he's been at that job for like four four or five years now okay and he loves it but um back to the um moving on to the next thing where with an investment i feel like that might be a little bit different because when you invest in a company you're 
I mean, just like the stock market, you invest money and you hope that it goes the correct way yeah. so you can make some money back. But I mean, if it's family, I guess, and you really believe in the idea. And I mean, I all, I, I, all, I, I don't have that much money in my, uh, Robin Hood portfolio, <laughs> but hey, at um, least you have a portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that, um, going into it saying, you know, this is the money I'm going to put in and I'm probably going to lose it. And I have to be fine with that. I feel, I feel like if you look at it that way, if you have that expectation sure. that all, everything's on the line and you're just going to be okay with it. You have to have that mindset that if you lose everything, life will go on and you'll For be sure. all right. Or on the flip side, you could benefit and make something from it. Yeah. Yep. So for sure. For sure. Did I you feel have like, any? sorry, that's just like a overall good mentality to have, especially us as young, like investors, if we're investing, if anyone's investing anything, it's, you have to have that mindset that you potentially could lose it all, mm -hmm. but being able to put that risk on the line sure. and be okay with that. What are your, uh, both of your thoughts on, you know, there, there are some people that give, but they want others to know it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? I guess, like, should we be giving and, uh, you know, there's, there's and like that one Bible verse is like, don't let your left hand or know what your right hand is doing or whatever. It's like, should we be, um, do, uh, giving and like, and seek not, a praise, yeah, seek like, a praise or should we just do it and like, not even let anyone know. You just do it for yourself. Like, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I don't know. It's kind of like a double-edged sword because you could be a saint and working your butt off and not, like, going through any extra effort to, uh, you know, get approval or mm. get praise from anyone else. And then there could be someone else who, you know, helps an old lady cross the street and, or whatever. And he goes viral and he's all of a sudden sure. the saint cause he's done, done one good thing. So it's, it's a double-edged sword like that. Not to say that you should to be. I don't think he means it in the manner that like, you know, he was luckily found and like, you know, he's a saint because of the internet spreading. I think yeah. he's talking about like people who make those videos themselves in hopes to like, you know, concur that feeling out of others okay instead of you know him you know being filmed by some random person and then yeah i wouldn't necessarily think that that that's necessarily a bad thing yeah unless <laughs> unless that person's only doing or like maybe it. just scenario change a little bit that person like set up the whole thing to yeah, make yeah, themselves yeah. look good yeah or they kind of just started I on think, the track of yeah i think that goes into like a lot of like the youtube like um social experiment videos that like kind of were big couple years ago oh, yeah. where like people would just go and like give homeless people like a bunch of money just a thousand dollars or let me pay your rent yeah yeah and which I, I guess was cool but yeah. you can't really like hate. made so yeah. much more than that yeah you can't hate on them too much but yeah. at the end of the day it's like they were yeah they're really like looking out for themselves yeah i think like that's very engineered in the manner that like they know that's gonna pull on people's heartstrings and they yeah. will share it so like they're going in it with kind of the intention yeah. that, Hey, 
I have figured everything out. Like this is exactly how this is going to circulate. And uh, first of all, I will be uh, like, you know, favored upon in most people's minds because, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm doing this great thing. But at the same time, I'm also like raking in the fucking cash because, you know, this thing is getting millions of views. I like the old like Christian proverb. I'm not super religious, but I was raised Catholic. So this is one story that rings true with me was um, I think like Jesus and one of his apostles were watching people uh, go up to the tax bins and uh, pay. Not uh, No, it wasn't a tax bin. It was like a donation at the church. They were watching people give their gold at the donation bin at the church. And a super wealthy like landlord or uh, prince or king or whatever he was goes up and drops a huge lump of gold coins in the coffer and everyone's like praising him and he goes on his merry way, you know, very well known and, you know, obviously high up in status. And then they watch kind of a more rundown looking woman go up and out of her bag, she had three coins and she gave like two out of her three coins. And Jesus asks, asks his apostle, well, who gave more? The the rich uh, like prince, landlord, or this old lady who only gave two coins? And the apostle, of course, goes, well, the landowner, he gave that huge bag of coins. So obviously he gave more. And Jesus goes, nope. He gave only a small fraction of what he had while well, that poor lady gave almost everything she had and that is like uh, that's a huge thing like you can you can be super well off and super wealthy and you can give way more but that's still you're only giving like a small percentage of what you have or if you have a bunch of free time and like no issues in your life you can be out there and give much more of your time and effort towards issues where if you're, you know, poor, you cannot give quite as much. Yeah. And yeah. And obviously everybody can give in different ways. Not, not, uh, I, I love that story by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody can give in different uh-huh. ways and it doesn't necessarily have to be financially, mm-hmm. you know, people can give their time. Yep. Um, that's one big thing. I feel like, now that I've been exposed to, you know, this other type of uh, community based involvement, I I really actually enjoy it quite a bit. And Mm. I was going to say that that could be another way, like if if you can't get financially, something like that could definitely help because you're you're actually helping out the community and you're changing people's lives. And Mm. um, I think it's really awesome and i think it it makes you feel better like you don't necessarily have to tell anyone about it yeah. you know i was just asking for your thoughts what mm-hmm. you guys think like some people are just like oh yeah i'm doing this this and this and uh that's i i don't think it's like necessarily a bad thing uh, yeah i think it's perfectly okay yeah. to give your time give your money and energy just yeah. for your own personal satisfaction yeah right? yeah sure and um yeah then that, that's what i was gonna say like it um, it makes me feel good for sure. And it's something I definitely enjoy. And I, I hope others feel the same way too, doing then, whatever they want to do to give. Yeah. And with any luck, then good things will come your way. Yeah, for sure. 
All right. Awesome. Well, I think that kind of completes our discussion on giving for for now. We'll move into money moves. <laughs> this should be more of an interesting topic. Um, I bring this up because it's kind of like a little venture that I've been trying to get into is like Instagram or social media side hustles. And that's like... Uh, selling a product or service like strictly to your your social media following, whether that be like Snapchat or Instagram or something. And an example could be um, uh, this lady who my dad just hired. One of her daughters sells jewelry on Instagram and she does like jewelry drops or another one of my girlfriend's friends uh, strictly sells pastries. She'll bake like uh, a batch for 10 people and make like a pastry box and then just do an Instagram drop and sell out every time. And I was ta- talking to her today and she does such small batches cause it's so much work and she's, it doesn't matter. She's, she'll sell out every time. So Instagram side hustles or social media side hustles. Um, I'm so <clears throat> glad that you brought this up because, uh, I was actually wondering if you guys would want to join this opportunity. <laughs> oh, here to we join, go. Uh, Beachbody. Uh, it's it's not a pyramid scheme. Oh my god! It's multi-level go. marketing. <laughs> yes. You uh, just have to invest. The Cutco situation. <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. You know, you just have to invest a little bit of money. Yeah. Buy a bunch of products, but you know, you work for yourself. You know. Obviously, I'm kidding, but yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> no. But um, yeah, I, I I think if you make a first of all, you definitely have to make a good product. Yeah. Um, it can't be any of those like MLMs, super cringy. That mm-hmm. um, MLM, uh, multi-level marketing, oh, like okay. those the pyramid scheme, pyramid type scheme to okay. like Beachbody and all that fun stuff. Um, so a lot of those sponsored ads that I get on on uh, Instagram, I should scroll past well yeah i I mean mean, mlm is very specific right it's the you know hey here's a higher up i uh, bring in four people to the company uh they all give me royalties so i have incentive to bring those people onto the company okay they don't actually it's like they do kind of sell the product but they more sell the the, the the potential potential yeah. to sell to other yeah. people uh, like the role mm-hmm. like yeah. you're like oh hey like you you work under me and then you get a couple of guys it's then, it's yeah. like if someone it's it's pretty much someone hiring me to sell like four things yeah and being like hey if you get other people to sell those four things for you you get 25 percent of whatever they make uh, yeah. so I you remember. look for more people and it's just I, the whole shit. I think show. I've tried. I think someone's tried to get me to join a pyramid scheme. Oh my god! It, it literally it ruins families. Honestly, it ruins <laughs> friendships, families. On because there's all you do. Like it, it says, like oh nine to five. But yeah. all you or uh, like live or work your own job, and you don't have to work a nine to five. But literally all day, you're just messaging your friends, like hey, buy this by this but i mean sorry i i yeah, shouldn't getting have back enough topic. getting back to the discussion what i was gonna say is you definitely want to have a good product uh yeah. for sure and like obviously this kombucha is really good i think you're gonna have some success with it i, hope I think so. i i think i gave you the suggestion earlier to um see if you could sell custom 
you know, kombucha, something yeah. specific that so a customer So it's definitely would like, like whatever your product or service is, yeah. you want it to have that that special touch that makes it your sure. your product yeah. and, and sets you apart. Instagram could be like the or your your little consumer base could be the like the little Etsy, the mini yeah. version yeah. of Etsy cuz cuz I think I think uh, Instagram has become that place, right? It's it's become that place where everybody goes, especially in the times like this where like most people can't meet in person. Yeah. Like it has become the bazaar where like, you know, you go there and you look for things, especially with the new update and like Instagram, like kind of making it part of their platform to sell on it. Yeah. I think it has given validity to, to the fact that like, hey, I go on Instagram, I find my neighbor Betsy who sells, I don't know, uh, chalk paintings. And, you know, that I like it. I like so Betsy. specific. <laughs> That was unbelievably specific. So <laughs> I don't have a neighbor named Betsy who sells chalk <laughs> paintings. I just gave up with that. So what do you think it would take uh, someone's Instagram? What do you think it would take for someone's side hustle to go to like a main income stream on like a platform like Instagram? Oh, um, like you got to be out and about kind of in that marketplace that you're advertising to meet new people, make connections. Um, yeah, you definitely have to live the lifestyle, I guess. I, I, I don't want to say the lifestyle you want to become. It's not like you want to become kombucha. But yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah definitely, I feel like if that, if that's what you want to do, then, you know, you got to, I mean, you, you got to degree gotta... in microbiology. Like, you know, all like how to... Um, how to work with this type of stuff. You yeah. can get the specific equipment. You can be on those forums talking about uh, everything kombucha related. You can go to the different, yeah. if there's kombucha yeah. conventions. Kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, like, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is if you want to like, uh, do that, you got to manifest it. You got to yeah. live, you gotta, live it. You got to stay focused. Yeah. And be determined and follow that pathway. Yeah. You can't be the kombucha king if you're, you know, just watching Netflix. <laughs> yeah. But, um, another way, a big thing I think people could benefit is <clears throat> getting endorsements by friends or like other people, you know, like the advertisement, like your friends are all having a good time. Uh, I don't know, wearing the jewelry that you like you've made online. Sure. And that goes back to, um, or not back, but my, my dad, he works in remodeling. So literally all of his work is word of mouth. Yep. Every single, he, he's been working for himself for I, over five, six, seven years, I think, or maybe a little bit longer, but all of his jobs that he's ever gotten was like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to tell my friend about this. And then the friend calls and then Oh, someone else knows about it. And, yep. you know, um, yeah, I, I think that's how it works. So it's really kind of sure. like starting that, that chain reaction yeah. is you've done a good job. Your product is good. But yeah, I guess that's the other thing is like for that to happen, you have to have a good product that you're proud of. Yeah. You know? I think it goes beyond that as well. Like, uh, I think the product needs to be good or like the skill set needs to be good. Yeah. But 
you also need to be a pleasant person to mm-hmm. talk to. Yeah. I think that's something that's like overlooked so much because nobody wants to work with a dick. No one wants to hire a dick mm-hmm. to like do their stuff for them. Cause if something goes wrong, they're going to be a dick to you. And also no one wants to work for a dick either. If yeah. you're like, you know, running your business and mm-hmm. you know, there's, you're kind of influencing other people. You want to be a person that they can trust and confide in. But. And I think like, you know, just being a nice person while also having a good product, that's like the best combination that you can have. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not discouraging the dicks out there. Like I'm sure <laughs> there are some extremely like well, uh, Spoken. Well, not spoken, but like the people who've made well for themselves while still being dicks. But like, you know, I think once you get into the realm of like actually creating a community, I don't think you can do that without being a decent person. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely merit in that. And yeah. definitely. I mean, um, that doesn't mean that, you know, like you have to be nice hundred percent of the time. Oh yeah. yeah. It doesn't mean that you need to be nice, yeah. but like you don't have to be that person who's always like, Oh, how, how are you? What's up? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you just don't, you can't like interact with people in a negative manner though. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. your interaction should still be not trying to invoke like, you know, yeah. violence or like you know negative responses from people because like you can say hi to me and i can be like oh and then just walk off like you can't do that as a business owner Mm -hmm. no like what what if your dad showed up to a client's place and like they they just said like (laughs) hi and he was like "Mm," and then kept going like yeah didn't want to work with him again dad doesn't speak english yeah but my dad speaks broken english so. <laughs> yeah but i, I think to this i point, mean he'll he t- would... he'll talk with people though, yeah. yeah like he he you know him he, oh how like, are you yeah he'll, by I, this he'll point he knows what good morning is you yeah know? yeah and I, I think people even if you don't speak a language i think the gestures like that are very common within like most yeah smile is universal yeah. It's universal and like at the very least you smile back mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i mean i feel like i don't know i feel like it it's, i mean maybe we're in a different part of the country where people don't have a lot of trouble doing that here i don't know oh i've heard about like some places like i don't even know down south or somewhere dude new york like, city is like the worst yeah. offender yeah. <laughs> everybody's nobody, talking about how everybody's mean in new york city nobody cares about yeah. <laughs> other people well I, maybe i shouldn't say that but you know thank goodness we're from minnesota yeah minnesota, <laughs> minnesota nice <laughs> all right well i think i'll uh i think i'll end us there all right that was a good time you instagram side hustlers keep working Mm -hmm. and maybe one day you will be financially free just from your little side hustle that you started that's what i'm hoping for if you like kombucha 
maybe one day I can sell it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get, get that online branding, though. You got you to gotta get that Instagram page up. BBC. Yeah, I'm trying. BBC. <laughs> you know, I do have to say, my dad doesn't even have any sort of social media yep. at yeah. all. I feel like you can but make like, it work with... Yeah. Like, I, f- I feel like you should grind as much as you can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Find find out what works for you. Find out what works. And then I feel the rest will come. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I think I f- everything will come with hard work. Yeah. But I think social media is a very generational thing, right? Yeah. Like, for us, it makes sense. Yeah. For most people older than us... It's hit or miss. I mean, if I'm being honest, I try to stay away from social media. I feel like it's more... um, But you can use it to your advantage. You can use it to your advantage. I feel like if you're just like specifically just doing it for your product, then sure. But once everything else gets involved, then I don't know. I would stay away from it. But yeah, if it's for specifically your product, then I think it's a great thing. I mean, even with um, that Facebook thing that happened earlier this week a, a lot of small businesses were affected by that so yeah, that was very like that's something that we can talk about for a while because like it's it's crazy to think how many people could not talk to each other because like uh, facebook owns facebook messenger and facebook uh, or facebook also owns whatsapp and which Instagram. are Yeah, and Instagram, which are one of the, like, three of the main uh, instant messaging, like, apps in the world. Kombucha. (laughs) And to think that there was a blackout in all of those for approximately, like, two days. Wait, it was two days. I mean, it was... was, How long was it? Uh, I think it was just that one full day yeah just like midday till the night it wasn't anything i mean they're a huge company with crazy resources so a day and a couple of hours you know but like that's still crazy though because like so so much happens in like you know 27 hours like you know there were there were today's age yeah there were kids who couldn't like you know tune into class because classes for don't Facebook, yeah, or on Facebook, there's classes like WhatsApp, you yeah, do yeah. video. People, oh. people use that for like you know, hey, you need to ask your teacher something. It's oh. COVID, you can't meet them. What sure. are you gonna do? You're gonna WhatsApp them. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't or you're gonna message them on over Facebook messenger. or something. Yeah, yeah, and like a lot of that happened, and like it, it was, uh, it wasn't as big in this country because I don't think uh instant messaging at least like online instant messaging isn't that still big here it's Snapchat. big it's big in the asian countries yeah asian countries yeah. and european countries you don't really use text over your phone like it like instant messaging over these apps is like the main way people talk yeah so that's absurd to hear that there was a blackout for 27 hours all I know is that my feed wouldn't refresh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, while I felt bad for all those just poor innocent people that this happened to, I thought it was kind of funny at first because you know, yeah, Facebook. Of course it's <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, it was just Facebook, like a like, whole like ev- bad move by Facebook, bad move by Facebook, bad move by Facebook. Like, think about, it. think about how, uh, like. 
benignly or that that's the word that I'm looking for. Like, right. Oh, well keep on talking and we'll see. If yeah. That's the word. Uh, benignly this all started, you know, yeah. like it probably was just like, you know, a Facebook employee was like, Oh, uh, why is this wrong? And like, you know, uh, put in an extra line of code and something. I, I think I've, that's what I heard about f- after I did a little bit more reading and fact check me, um, if necessary, but I think it was the, um, they just didn't get like an extra server or something. And then oh. it just went down. Cause like you have to, I thought it was like, I, I read something where Facebook like runs its own server. Yeah. Like, so you know, if the Facebook server goes down, then everything's down and they can't, they don't have like a third party server to run themselves. Well, basically, I don't know if, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't think it really matters at this yeah, point. Yeah, but like, like you know, the, the, whatever the, happened, happened. The catalyst for it was probably something that was like, you know, very not that important. I think somebody definitely got fired that day. Oh, yeah, of course. A couple of people. Because, <laughs> like, think of it, it, it kind of, it's kind of akin to the whole, so. like, you know, um, the Evergreen, or that, was that the name of the ship? That was like stuck in the Suez Canal for like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Evergreen. Yeah. Well, I think Evergreen is just like the shipping like company. Yeah, but. Uh, oh, was the name of the ship not the Evergreen? I thought the name of the ship was the Evergreen. No, Evergreen's just it's like. Just, just like the shipping. Like. Okay. That's what's on all the cargo. But like, the, the, that's another sc- uh, scenario that's like kind of akin to this, right? Because like. It, it was just a fuck up by this one captain, yeah. but it led to nearly like seven to eight day waits for like people across the world. Yeah. Cause like, you it's know, their shipping didn't get there. I think like yeah. the bill that racked up because of all like the productivity that didn't happen for that was, I think somewhere along the lines of like a couple hundred billion. And that was like, you know, just one ship stuck in the Suez Canal. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) All right. I'm going to stop the recording. Uh, Catch us next week. Uh, Hopefully David G will be back feeling better Hopefully. and we will have a new guest another guest yeah, um, sorry, thank you good today <laughs> <laughs> thanks again for being on Sergey, and we will see you yeah, around. thanks for having me